Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. The one and only Tony Dudzik, Picardian. What is that? Because <laughs> I'm the only one here. I guess so. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak, and welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. Uh, we... Tony and I are actually thrilled to death that you are here. Yes! Well, because we're here. (laughs) We're here. uh, Due to a rather ridiculous cancellation. Um, Mm. You know, whatever. Hey, whatever Stuff happens. Life Uh, happens. Yeah, and then life is happening to a lot of people. Uh, We we were were supposed to have another couple butts and seats, and uh, life happened to them, too. So, you know what? But that's okay, because Tony and I are going to persevere. Yes. We're going to pursue... I don't have any more P words to load after that. We're going to keep going with the show. That's it. Polygons. <laughs> no, that's not at no, all. Pomegranates. Pomegranates. Anyways, so. Pumpkin um, pie. Yeah, we got a lot of things to talk about. It's just going to be sort of a, uh, you know, uh, housekeeping. 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 Well, it's not that. It's more than that. It's stuff that's going on. Yeah. We, we just want to have a chat. Yeah. Because, you know what? If I was driving to work and be like, yeah, guys, I still want to still have a talk with y'all. You know, because, mm-hmm. you know, anyways. That's what they do. Yeah. Uh, That's what everyone does. Yes. So, um, announcements. Yes. Um, we have, uh, we got sent in a really cool one, and I wanted to share it with you because, um, well, I liked what it said, so there. Read away. So deal with it, I, people. I, I like it. it don't just, don't hit pause. There's, there's, ton, there's a lot of paragraphs, but you trust me, you will enjoy... Todd's fantastic read. <laughs> uh, so this is from one of our newest grand poobahs. Enrico Fernando. Enrico Fernando. Uh, as you well know by this time, um, we we like to uh, ask everybody questions when they are, are joining up because we want, A, we want to get to know them, and B, we, like it helps us better understand what their persuasion is. Mm-hmm. Anyways, is that so how this, it's pronounced? Yes, persuasion. Hmm. So he says, my main gear includes a couple of Novos uh, and PRSs, hmm. a more, not familiar, and a Hoppus. Definitely not familiar. No, but let me read on, and 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 it, hopefully it will enlighten. Okay. Uh, so he says, uh, uh, my favorite part of the show is the interaction between you and. Tony and Jared and the other hosts. Hmm. Uh, it's like meeting up for a conversation with friends, which unfortunately with work and fam and life in general, I don't get to do as much as I want to these days. I think we have all, I think there are a lot of us who have been there. <laughs> I'm going to back up the we all. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I you know, in fact, I'm just going to interlude real quick. I remember when I moved to Minnesota and I had a couple of little girls, and I had left a music scene in Orange County, and I was all by myself out there. I didn't know anybody. I just, man, I felt so disconnected. And, and then you met Prince. I did not meet Prince. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't. But uh, and the rest is yes, history. Yeah, yeah, but I did see Queens of Stone Age at uh, Second Avenue, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyways, okay, back to the story. He says. Um, Obviously, the gear discovery also 
just uh, some examples. I own a 29 Yuna, uh, 29 Pedals Yuna, yeah, yeah. who we've recently had on the show again uh, because he's great to talk to and has new stuff that's uh, pretty rad. Uh, the aforementioned Novo Guitars, also been on the show, and more because of your show. Hey, there wow. we are. Where's our royalties? Even the Hapas guitars <laughs> I have were sparked by an interest in boutique guitar makers from listening to your show. Ah. I love this. That's what it's all about. We learn all kinds of new things about guitar stuff, uh, and and hopefully it sounds like uh, other people are out there doing it as well, which is great. At the most basic, I support the show as a long, delayed gesture of gratitude. This is where it started to get really interesting for me. Mm-hmm. Your show helped me stay sane during the pandemic work at home adjustment period like a million folks the whole quote mental health quote thing came front and center during the pandemic so i can't understate what your show has done for me and probably a lot of other people in that regard it was also during this time that i started getting back into guitar after a long hiatus so the show went hand in hand with re-sparking the interest in guitar and guitar gear. Nice. Here's another interlude. The reason why this, and we've gotten a couple notes like this before, but honestly, like that meant so much to me and I know Tony because yeah. we were really struggling to keep this going during that time. It was not easy. It was, it really wasn't. We were all disconnected. We were having connection issues because now, like everybody, it was soaking broadband. Um, it, it made bandwidth. It, 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 yeah, that's what I meant. It, it, they were they was they were sucking up the bandwidth um, with the broadband. Um, that's what I'm here for, Todd. But it was very difficult because of all of these things. We we weren't we weren't in the same room. The the it was just it was so different for us and. There was a couple times where we were like, "Do are we pack it? Do we? What do we do? Does this? Do we just try to keep this thing going?" Yeah, um, I'm and glad we did. I'm so glad we did as well. Uh, it wasn't easy, but this is the payoff for that. So uh, that meant a lot. Uh, also, he says the long answer is more philosophical. Well, <laughs> I'm, uh, let me read on. <laughs> I'm an economist slash finance investments guy. I should probably call him because I'm a mess with that stuff. Uh, so <laughs> Hopefully not I, a hedge fund manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think a lot about value generation, economic or otherwise. There's a lot of, quote, free information and entertainment on the internet between YouTube, podcasts, forums, etc. And it only feels fair that content generators, especially the good ones, get supported if not compensated for the value uh, or benefit they create. Without that support, most likely the quality of content on the internet will deteriorate. And we all know there is so much garbage out there already. Yes, I would, uh, I would agree with that. And as a musician, I am of course familiar with the seeming devaluation of music in the streaming era. So it's even more imperative that we support content and art creators. With that in mind, I made a commitment to myself this year to start explicitly supporting those creators that have given me so much benefit for essentially free. For example, I'm a big fan of visual art and animation work, my other hobby, 
So I've become a patron on Patreon on a couple of those creators as well as have either inspired my artwork or provided so much learning. Anyways, Todd, thank you so much for what you do. And Tony, and please keep it up. Enrico. Nice. That is a nice letter. That's a very nice letter. It, and it, is, it, and it, it warms it, the it, cockles of my soul. Warms the cockles of my soul. <laughs> yes, it does. It, it really absolutely does. does. No. And it makes you think like, yeah, there's, you know, there's great stuff out there that people are working hard to make. And, and this isn't just, we're not patting ourselves on the back. There's loads of of demo guys and, oh, yeah. and, and, and yeah. people who are doing like, you know, super long videos and stuff. Actually, uh, one of those uh, guys I just recently kind of paired up with on um, uh, via Flint Effects. Uh, he did. I, I just sent him a couple stompers, and I did a. I asked him. I said, "Hey, tell me what you think," because I I like his content. He's really good at it, mm -hmm. and his name is Matthew Dale. And he's got a great show on YouTube. Talks about gear, talks about recording, talks about all kinds of that stuff. And he's very competent and he's very well spoken. And I enjoy it and I learn a lot. And and he's like, yeah, absolutely, I'll try him out. Uh, did a, a Flint Effects post for it. But there's tons of people like that out there doing these things, not just in music, but in all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And I love the point that he made about there's so much garbage that we get for free i think that's okay <laughs> but but for the good stuff let's support that you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah anyways so that's what i got to say about that well thanks enrico yes that meant a great deal to this so thank you very much um and oh and speaking mm -hmm. of uh the money thing with uh you know music and digital and all that stuff yeah i've got an ep coming out tomorrow which would be last week. Is this an announcement or your music world this week? No, that's just an announcement. Okay. It's not my music world this week. Okay. I didn't I don't think that is. No, we're oh, we're, I, we're we're on an announcement. Uh, that's okay. I got another one. <laughs> <laughs> you, Anyways, you got a bunch uh, up your sleeve. But the, but to that point, it's like, yay. <laughs> well, it is. That's well, a, that's a big a, deal. It is a yay, but it's also like we're not going to make a, two nickels rub together over that. Maybe not. And we put in loads of work and, but we, if, and lots of money and stuff. But, but if it, people downloaded enough times on Spotify or request it and keep playing it a million times, you might I get a check make, for 25 cents. I could, if I'm lucky. <laughs> Anyways, I think we all know the deal there. So support your friends, support the makers, whoever they are. and uh, Yeah, and if you have a, a, a friend or friends in bands... Help them out. Buy a T-shirt. Do something. Buy a CD if they have a CD available. Buy a poster. Help them out. You know, it's it's the, the whole music industry has changed dramatically. There's no real big record deals. There's a handful, but yeah, you know, most of the the musicians in this country, around the world, even they're putting their own stuff out and yeah. not making a lot of money. Not a lot. And not a lot. you know, but most of the people that are listening to the show are still making music, regardless yeah. of that. Yeah. And I, to you, I say. I s for those I about to rock, yes. I salute you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> that's what that's that's what we do. Yes. Okay. So, what's going on in our music worlds this week, Tony? Yes. 
Tanya. Yes. Bolonsky. All of us are here. Yes. The besweatered. <laughs> the besweatered. Now, this is a, uh, I wouldn't call this a sweater. It's kind of a, what would you call it's that? Like a, it's like a colored undershirt. It's like a waffle shirt. It's a wa- okay. It's a waffle, the waffle shirt. shirt. The waffle shirt. The be waffle Not shirt. a crepe shirt, but a yeah, waffle shirt. Right. What's going on? So this week, um, this is kind of fun, and I and I and I always enjoy sharing tips. Oh, that's loud ice, isn't it? That's that's I've ne- I've, it's obnoxious. That's not what I do. I don't do that here. It's I, obnoxious. I you yell that. at me for for crinkling stuff into the microphone. But that's but yeah, it's okay for you to dump the ice yeah. in my music world this right. week. Yes, go ahead. Um, so anyhow, um, I I always enjoy sharing tips and treasures with our listeners. And this week's tip and treasure actually resulted in me purchasing another guitar. But wait. There's more. There's more. Um, so uh, a while back, I needed a case for a Gretsch. I went to, uh, it's called ProAudioStar.com. Mm. It's a online retailer. I think they sell a little bit of everything, but they have a fair amount of musical gear. And they had a Gretsch case that I needed at a very good price. Um, and they're based in Virginia, so it took literally a day to get here. Mm. So I said, great, I've got the case. This is perfect. And then, I, you know, of course, once you buy something, you start getting emails, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But they were saying, hey, we've got uh, Guild Guitars, many models, 50 to 70% off. Whoa. I love Guild Guitars, right? Mm-hmm. No yeah, doubt about that. Yeah, that's fair. I, I do love them. And um, so I go on. I said, well, let me just see what they have. Well, Guild came out with this version of a Starfire that really never existed. And um, it's a it's a three pickup with it's a... Kind of like a Riviera, just with the, a horn. Well, maybe. There was a P93 Riviera that had three pickups, but... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. that's I knew that's what you were talking about, but yeah. mo- most Rivieras only have two pickups. But this one has a six-in-line headstock, and this headstock design is something that Guild only used for a very short period of time in the 60s, and never on a Starfire before. So it's kind of a hybrid guitar, um, but it's really cool. And I, I always said that if I saw one for the right price, I was going to buy it. Now, the ones that they're blowing out are uh, satin white. And I, I was a little hesitant because I generally don't like white guitars. And I'm usually, Why? I don't know. I don't know. They make sense on stage. I, I, they, they really do. Well, I They don't I, necessarily I catch the light, but you can see what you're... You just, I get that. You see the guy with the guitar really easy. And, and the other part of it being satin, I didn't think I was going to like satin. Yeah, it's going to be all smudgy and weird. Yeah, but... And you you have, like, sausage hands. <laughs> Why, thank you. It's, I don't mean that in, in their, their size. I mean, like, anything you touch is like, who rubbed a hamburger across this? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday yeah, for anyway. a hamburger today. Anyhow, so they have this. It's called a uh, Guild uh, Starfire 1. Jet 90. Um, I said, okay. And normally the, the street price on them is like that's $6.99. That seems to be the going rate. Used, they go for easily $450, $550. That's kind of the typical range. Well, they had the white ones uh, on blowout for 
379. But right below that, they had a B stock version. B stock meaning it's either a return, there might be a small defect in it. I, you know, there's they have some various terminologies. Generally, it's a it's a returned instrument. Um, but that was only 349. So I said, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice and save that extra 30 bucks. And um, and I'm so glad that I did because I. So the guitar came in. Literally, I ordered it on a Friday. It was at my house on Saturday. What? I ordered it on Friday. It was at my house on Saturday. Wow. And I I, I fully expected it. It's like they got a truck just driving around. Well, probably with circles. as many guitars as I buy, they probably do. <laughs> Anyhow, <clears throat> the guitar came in. I... I, I just can't get over how happy I am. This is a $350 guitar. It's not like it's, you know, like some prized possession or anything, but it's a really nice guitar. It is. And it feels um, real solid too. There's, I mean, the, nothing about it really is like no, no. cheap feeling, which no. is good. You don't want that in a guitar, obviously. Yeah. And the pickups are very cool. They're, um, they're similar to P90s. Um, they're, they're based on the early Franz uh, pickups that were in old, like, late 50s, early 60s uh, guilds. And uh, so they're single coil pickups. But the really cool thing about this guitar is it's got a six-way uh, rotary switch mm-hmm. that combines the pickups in you know various ways. And, I mean, tonally, you can get a lot of different sounds out of this guitar. Um, so, I mean, I, I just, like I said, I, I, I was very happy with it. I I usually when I get a new guitar I'll put new strings on because I like to run my um, you know jazz boxes we'll call it a jazz box a semi hollow with uh, uh, eleven to forty eight strings so I had to make a couple of tweaks and adjustments it has a a, a Guild Bigsby style uh, tremolo so I put it a uh, Tone Pros roller bridge on it mm-hmm. and while I was at it you know I, I I'm a sucker for Grover tuners and um, they, I got a set of the Cluzon style Grovers. So it's basically a, a typical, like a, you know, a nice Grover tuner, but it's in a uh, Cluzon style backing and it drops right into a, you know, if you have a six in line fender or anything like that. Really smooth machines and everything. So I, I'm just, I'm just really happy with this guitar. And, you know, I'm happy that, you know, this place, Pro Audio Star, exists. I suggest you know checking out. They've got all kinds of things, and they have a lot of B stock items. Um, I don't know if they're a clearinghouse for other places, but uh, as of this recording, they still had yeah another at a, least one I got a more Marshall cabinet there. Oh, that's right, super cheap as well as a Supro cabinet. That's right. Yeah. So go and check them out. I mean, it's it's worth a try. You might find something you like, and you might get a really good deal on it. I feel like Drew I, Foppy likes to shop there too. Well, there you go. And if he likes to shop there, then everybody should like to. <laughs> so there you have it. That's yeah. my music world this week. That is fantastic. Uh, Jared, anything? No. no okay. I don't... No, he's picking up his wife from the airport. You know, it's always oh, uh, you know them. I'm thinking of selling my Marshalls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, uh, the two things that came up uh, this week. Um, I've been playing this the jazz bass that I got, the, the killer deal that I talked about before that I'm not going to rehash. Yeah, but yep. Um, yep. 
fortunately, so I don't have a bass amp at home. Oh. I have the Jack Cassidy bass uh-huh. uh, and uh, the and now this one. Mm-hmm. But what I do have You is, also have a stinky bass, too. I do have stinky. Stinky still lives. <laughs> Someday maybe I'll sell that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe if if do it for like auction for like a really good cause or something like that. Yeah, for stinky people. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, but what I do have what? is I've got the Valaton GP two hundred, which is a multi effects unit. But isn't that for a guitar? It is for bass and guitar. Ah. And it is so stupid easy to use. And so I was like, oh, perfect. I'm Sounds perfect for you. Perfect for me. <laughs> uh, so I put that down the floor and had a. Fantastic time playing through that. It got some great sounds. So, what kind of is those it, things? Does it have a way, bass modeler in it, huh? or I mean, amp modeler in it? It's got the Valatron. Yeah, it's got amp modelers, cab, cab. So it's not a. Does it calling have, it a modeler is uh, maybe different. That's almost like an archaic term, I guess. Okay. Uh, it's got amps. It's got cabs. It's got all. Do the they have bass in amps in it? Bass amps. Do they have bass cabinets? Bass in cabinets. Oh, there you go. They got the whole nine yards and a slew of effects. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's super easy to use with a pedal. It's got mm-hmm. a pedal built into it. It's like three. It's three fifty on Amazon, two ninety nine on Reverb. And they have junior versions of this that doesn't have the pedal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I seriously would recommend if you, bedroom players or people that have to play at night, if you don't have a, a stomp and a torpedo X and a you know all that business, this is a really really good way to go. They featured it uh, uh, on um, uh, Anderton's. Oh yeah, yeah. Up against the quad core, and they were both like, um. How do we say that this is as good or better than a quad core without feeling mm. like, yeah. Seriously, it's a great video. Highly recommend checking that out if you're at all remotely interested in this. I really like the unit. Mm-hmm. And it allows me to play bass so I don't have to totally screw up all my whole other rig and all that business. Right. So, and I can experiment with all kinds of uh, bass effects that I don't have laying around. So I don't have to just go straight into an amp. Fantastic piece of gear. Nice. And then I also got down to see my good pal, Chase Gullet, um, ah, who had Chase. a couple, he said, hey, I got a couple new guitars, come check them out. And I went down and there's a, uh, he's got a, it's not really a TV white, and it's not a TV yellow. It's lighter than, it, it's much lighter than a TV. It's like a nicotined white. Mm-hmm. The whole guitar looks like a nicotined nitro white. Mm-hmm. And it's his signature Challenger model. That guitar is killer. Really? Yeah. It's it's really, really cool. And um, I'm trying to get, I think Billy should buy it because it's for sale. So mm. anyways, so that was fun. I always love seeing Chase and hanging out and talking guitars and seeing what he what new things he's making down there. And uh, and if you're interested in, in that uh, thing I just mentioned, check out his Instagram. You can see the guitar itself. I think he called it Banana Puddin'. Banana pudding. <laughs> it, it's not banana colored. It's kind of like the inside of a banana color almost, but it's not like yellow. 
fantastic guitar. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of banana pudding. I love banana pudding. You know, Tour yeah. Gear has these amazing patch ca- cables that uh, you, you just got to get yourself some. Are they coming in banana pudding color now? They don't. They only come in black, just like Henry Ford. You can uh, have any does. color you want, so uh, long, long as, as it's, it's black. black. That's right. That's uh, right. But the best part about it is they're super affordable. Yeah. And I have to pick up a couple more different lengths um, because I'm, I got all these little board things going on all over the place, and I'm, st- I've stretched myself thin. And you know, it's just cables. a matter of time before you start buying bass effects and start plugging it into the effects <laughs> loop of your Valatron 200. No, I don't have to. It's already in there. Anyways, um, <laughs> if you go to tourgeardesigns.com, load up your cart, load it up, just just get as many as you can, jam it all in there, and then in the coupon code, put. The guitar knobs, you're going to save 10% on your order. It's going to make you feel really good about and, yourself. And they come fast. They're based in Canada. They are. And my God, they just shoot them out. And I mean, God bless the Canadian postal system. Yes. And the American postal system. Yes. They need it. Yes. Uh, anyways, so thank you to Tour Gear for sponsoring our non existent four on the floor tonight. But, anyways. Let me get a little bit of this. Yes. <laughs> Todd, what's your four on the floor? No, I can't do that. I know you can't. It's it's kind of the thing. I can't really divulge that. I know. I mean, I can, but you know, well, nobody but wants, it wouldn't be. Nobody fair. wants to know. It that. wouldn't be fair to all the players. Yeah, nobody wants to know that. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, but what we do have, we have a, a bunch of stuff that we just wanted to talk about. Two years. Hey, Todd. Um, speaking of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. You're supposed to fill in after that. I, what am I supposed to say? I don't know. What do you have next on your agenda? Mm-hmm. Well, we took the opportunity uh, to spend some time together, Tony and I, at Tony's shop. Oh! Just, just a couple of uh, dopes and a few Telecasters. And, and no, a Telecast? What? One well, Telecaster. One Telecaster. But and you have and, other Telecasters there. Well, I do. But, All right. And then uh, one of my, um, uh, it's a reissue, Epiphone Wilshire. That's right. So, point being, the why, reason we why were did there, we do that? Why were we well, there? Well, we got these great pickups from House of Tone in the UK, uh, and they're going to be on the show real soon. Oh, I can't wait! And they, so they sent us a couple of sets of pickups, and yeah. we had some fun putting them in. Yeah, we tried to, you know, we did the you know factory stock pickups uh, versus the pickups that they sent. Now, yeah. in my guitar, the Wilshire, it has two P90s. Yeah. Um, and in Todd's guitar, it's standard uh, Tully setup. Yeah, it's a, f- a classic vibe. Yeah, Squire 50s yeah. classic vibe, whatever it's called. And um, I will say, just you know, strictly, I mean, I didn't do any professional recording or anything like that, but to my ear, to my ear, the, um, the, the, the difference was incredible. I mean, it really was. Especially in your guitar. Yeah. I mean, the the Epiphone P90s that were in mine were okay. Yeah. I mean, you could you could get by with them, but they were a little bit, um, I guess I would say, uh, on the, uh, on the, uh, on the, they were maybe too bright, painful. Yeah. You know, they were, they were, they, they were, were thin. Well, they, they, they broke up nicely. Yeah. But just the, I, I, they were definitely skewed 
to mids and mid uppers. Yeah. Versus they didn't have a lot of bottom end bass tone. Yeah. And uh, so we popped uh, this P90 set, and I think we just requested like his standard, you know, stock right. P90s. And uh, man, what a difference! I mean, they they just it it really did help bring that guitar to life. And they were darker, I will say that, but that's not a bad thing because, you know, I, I learned a long time ago the, that the stage sound that you hear isn't always pleasing to the audience. You no. know, and I think the closer you are to an amplifier, you kind of feel it's, like you it's need almost that high always. End. Um, too bright. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It's too, it too bright. It's all. It's almost always. It's just like ah, it's starting to hurt my ears. You yeah. know. So making it a little bit darker. Yeah. Especially in a mix is. Yeah. You know. And uh, I mean, I I I was very impressed. I mean, you know, they they came with a, a, a typical Gibson braided cable. Yeah. Uh, shield braid braided shield cable. Um, real easy to hook into the guitar, you know, basically run the wires, solder them up, and, and you're good to go. But um, uh, in Todd's guitar, the the Squire uh, Telecaster, um, I think the difference was night and day. It, it was pretty remarkable. I mean, when we got done with that, um, and they were, they were a bit hotter. Yeah, these well, are the Texas T's. We asked them, yeah, the Texas T's. So they're gonna be they they should be a little bit hotter than stock Telecaster pickups. Yeah, but I'll tell you, just the I mean, the response was better. the The overall EQ was better. Yeah, um, the balance was better the between the two pickups. The balance was way better between the two. And you mentioned the EQ. You know, when I dug into it, the brights weren't the only thing you heard mm -hmm. and it didn't woof out mm -hmm. and i was really surprised like and i had that thing hooked up i'm like tony you gotta play this uh very very impressive and i know i'm not a neck pickup gent but i was like check out the neck pickup yeah <laughs> because it's there was there was clarity in no, the neck and a lot of times really great sound and stuff in, in the neck position it gets very muddy it gets very right. flubby right and which um, also means that when you hit that middle it's like boom Keith is in the room mm -hmm. which it was it was fun playing chords in that middle position I never do that well so. uh, your your original Tully he said you disconnected the switch or you taped the switch into the lead position only. If I remember right, I did. I I know you. I know you did. I saw you do it. Well, not really. But yeah, I heard you that you did it. Yes. But anyhow, um, I can't wait to talk to those guys or that guy. I, I'm guessing it's that guy. We're we're gonna find out. We'll find out. We'll get yeah. we'll get the whole four one one on this. It's gonna uh, be great. I I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it's always fun to talk. You know, we obviously Jared was our our, our main pickup guy for a long time. We've had a couple of other pick up winders on right. and it's always interesting to see what their take is on you know right what's the vintage tone what's well, the perfect vintage tone what's and and here's the weird thing is like pickups you know there's thousands thousands of overdrive Billi pedals billions right billions. billions of overdrive pedals yes and we're all okay with that yeah. because yes keep making them because we want, we like all the different things for all the different reasons. Pickups 
kind of get a, well, it's a pickup. How different can it be? I mean, that is a, Mm -hmm. that is a thing. And uh, we've just been so pleased to find out, you know, between different pickup makers that we've either had on the show or, or, um, and have gotten to experience them. Um, It's a wonderful world of pickups, just like pedals out there too. So really cool. I mean, the key, if you're going to be in the pickup business is consistency and well first maybe producing a tone that everyone likes and then secondly consistency because you know I, there are there are several uh, get there are several pickup makers that I put in a lot of my guitars and that's one of the reasons I know kind of what to expect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if if for some reason it didn't quite sound that way either I did something wrong or the pickup isn't quite right and so I, I you know I, I like having that uh, consistency and obviously the tone is is probably the the most important part of that. It's I'm going to equate this to sushi. Okay. I recently uh, took my daughter out to, to explore a little bit more in the sushi world. We had a nice daddy daughter date, and I took her out and and um, I said we we were at a new place, and I said, "All right, we're going to get the tuna tataki, mm. which is a, a a lightly seared tuna." With uh, uh, with with uh, like a vinaigrette kind of thing on it, right? Sesame or seeds, vinegar, little sesame uh, seeds. Sometimes, okay, yeah, okay. Anyways, okay. and it's you know it's delicious. Yeah, but not everybody does it right. Mm. The first place that I went to with my dear old friend Todd Creighton, it's the first time I ever had sushi. Oh okay? wow! First time, and. We went into like a proper. This is in Orange County, California. A mm-hmm. proper uh, sushi restaurant. We were the only. I, I'm not kidding about this. We were the only non-Japanese people in the restaurant. Wow. And what was the name of that restaurant? I can't. I can't. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, Next time, come prepared. It was, it was a long time ago. But anyways, um, the first thing he 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 ordered was this tuna tataki, and uh, it was like I saw it. I was like, oh my god, I don't want to do this. And I ate it, and I said, and I said that was the best thing I've ever tasted in my whole life. Like it knocked my socks off. And from then on, I was like, the next we we started exploring. He'd take me to all these other places, and we'd always order tataki first. So, what does that have to do with guitar pickups? Well, I'm getting there. I explained to my daughter, if you have good tuna tataki. Mm-hmm. Then you know what bad tuna tataki is like. <laughs> <laughs> or if you right? have good sushi, you know what bad sushi is. Well, but but like. but even specifically, it's not bad and like it's you're gonna throw up or something. It's just not mm. right. It's not I've, prepared well. I've yeah, had yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Save my story. So the point is, she was really she never really considered things like that, right? And so she's like, wow, that's I never really thought about thinking about new things compared to, you know, anyways, it was a great learning moment. She was very happy and thankful. So that's just like guitar pickup. See? Well, I kind of missed the point, but no, I, because, I do like talking no, about I'm gonna sushi. Swing, I'm going to swing back around because you just said, I know what good get p- guitar uh, pickups sound like, so I can better assess new ones yes. if they are up to par. Right. That's my story. Wow. You like that? Tuna tataki. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, um, so they're going to be on the show. We're going to talk all about pickups. It's what's, be fantastic. what's the company again? House of Tone. Pickups. House of Tone. Oh, 
I and they came in these beautiful wood boxes. Yeah, I mean really this nice was setup. The, the packaging pretty top notch. Yeah, pretty good stuff. Um, let's see. So let me check that off the list. Yes. Um, also, what I'm going to switch away from gear real quick. Okay. So uh, Bruce Bacon, uh, bless his soul, out there. Um, <laughs> he said, "Hey, I'm going to the Kim Thale Guitar Center." Uh, I don't know. It's like it's not really a meet and greet, but it was a big interview. It was like the interview, and all the people got to go and listen to him and ask questions and all that stuff. Oh yeah, did he play? You know, I'm not sure. I don't know if he played because I haven't seen it yet. I they just posted it to uh, YouTube like today. Okay. Um. So we haven't. I haven't seen it, but you know, Bruce was. He says, "Hey, I'm going to this thing." Should we let people know who Kim Thale was? Sure. Oh yeah, Kim Thale, guitarist for Soundgarden. Yes. Uh, who was a, a, a big early influence on me. Um, that's who's who I famously, the reason I bought a peeny amp or tried to buy a peeny amp because I didn't know any better and I was a little doofus. <laughs> Listen to the couple episodes yeah. ago. You'll hear all about it. Uh, but I, I, I personally kind of locked into his, well, him and a couple other players that had a kind of a droney mm-hmm. thing going on. I, mm-hmm. I loved it. Anyways, so Kim Thale... Personal guitar hero out there, um, you know, one of one of several. Bruce, and, knowing that, and the reason that Guitar Center had because he's him. got this reissue signature Guild. Guild has reissued his. Uh, it's basically the Guild version of an SG, yeah, although it's like slightly 40 offset. years late. But whatever. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Come on, 40, guys. But anyways, uh, well, see, his is a 30. 78. Yeah, but but his stuff yeah, is, okay, I, I know. Yeah, so. God. Anyways, Bruce said, hey, I'm going to this thing. If you have any questions for Kim, I will be happy to ask you. And I am going to invite him on the show. And I'm like, what? That's so cool. I just, I was just, I was absolutely, it warms the cockles of me soul. Yes. So uh, that was really neat. So I slung out a few questions at him. I think maybe a little bit too late. But um, he said it was incredibly informative and uh, a really neat experience. So that's posted. If you go check that out, I'm sure it's on YouTube. I know that there are at least two videos of the full thing on on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, uh, so that was kind of a cool thing, and that got us to talking about, like, well, who else would we love to see do that? I I feel like that hasn't been a thing in a while. Yeah, it really hasn't. They used to do that. Oh, yeah, because— I haven't heard of that in, like, dang near— Ten years. Yeah, they would have like those like seminars and and different things. All the little the shredder noodling guys would always be at at guitar centers. Yeah, doing that. I wonder. I don't know if that had to do anything with like the pandemic or if it just it just kind of got burned out. It kind of phased out even pre-pandemic. But they uh, they sold out. I mean, it was a really big crowd, and they were just like, oh my gosh, we can't believe the response that we got. And, mm. and even Kim Thale at the beginning says that. You know, yeah. like, wow, I'm blown away by this. So, anyways, Tony, mm-hmm. if you, if, 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 if Guitar Center phoned us up and said, hey, guitar knobs, buds, pals, mm-hmm. chums, yes, who would you like to have on the show on, on, to, to do one of these things? We'll, like we'll, those. we'll call you up. Heck, you can even interview them. So, Tony. Mm, Yes, Todd? Who would you pick? Top three. 
Pick for what? No, top four. Screw it. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm giving you three. Three, okay, fine. I'm giving you three. All right, all so right. So these are the three three guitar play- players that I think would be good for this type of meet and greet interview kind of thing, right? Right. Okay. Well, I mean, the one guy I would just love to, to meet while he's still alive is uh, Pete Townsend. And I'd love to interview him and just kind of pick his brain a little bit. Talk about the good old days of Marshall amplifiers. And I, I, I think, I mean, that guy has done so much in so many years that, I mean, it's just, it, his stories just have to be fascinating. So that would be my first choice. Okay. Um, now, I don't necessarily listen to a lot of noodling music kind of stuff but i from a technical standpoint um i think uh, paul gilbert would be yeah an interesting guy and i think actually paul used to do a lot of he's those very active about like yeah. talking and playing and yeah but i, I but i think stuff. he did a lot of the guitar center tours back yeah, in the day back fair. in the 90s um but anyhow i did get a chance to see him at one of the last Deke Dickerson's Geek Fest that was part of NAM or, you know, in conjunction with NAM. And, you know, at the time I wasn't that thrilled about seeing Paul Gilbert. But yeah. I'll tell you what, he just, he won me over because he was just that good. And, you know, just a solid player. Yeah. And he had a cool band with him. Um, and I think the third, um, my third choice is going to be Brian Setzer. Ooh. I, you know, to me, the guy was, you know, now granted he, you know, he didn't originate the rockabilly sound, but he was, you know, certainly in, in my life, one of the top rockabilly players. Um, and as it turns out, a pretty damn good musician along the way, you know, even the stuff that he does with his, you know, the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Yeah. I mean, he just... He every time I see new stuff that he does, it just amazes me. So, I think he'd be a, another guy that has a lot of stories of, of the road and and such. So, those are my three. Yeah. What about you, Todd? What are you thinking? Who would you like to see? This is this is very difficult. Very very difficult. This is like the hard. This is this is kind of like a would you rather, but not. It's different. <laughs> but. I think the first person that came to my mind was Mike Campbell. Oh, yeah. That's a good Tom choice. Petty's right-hand man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, lifetime of story and, and a total gear fiend. Mm. Um, so it would be very interesting to learn about some of his gear, learn about because he's not like, he was kind of like self-taught. He didn't really, he wasn't a, student mm-hmm. of guitar mm-hmm. um and i think it's always interesting to hear from those kind of people because that's kind of my kind of people you know kind yeah. of like me and and like well what can i learn from the way that you did that that's a cool choice i would love that and i have a huge place in my heart for petty and the breakers so mm-hmm. uh the second person would be i think rick nielsen Ooh. I think it would just be really fun to hear from that guy. And um, actually, we b- literally bumped into him at 
Nam <laughs> when you? we were, yeah when we were talking to um, Btronics. Are you serious? Yes. I was standing there and I was like, "That's Rick Nielsen," and he, and he turns and he gives me the the fingers. I'm like, "Yeah, the fingers." <laughs> yeah, he was like, you know, right there. It's kind of neat. Anyways, but that doesn't really count for anything. Just like you know, that's I, I, whatever. It'd be great to let him just talk mm-hmm. and uh, recount stories. Recount like, I guess, to your point. How things were different then? Oh, how God, are they? Yeah. yeah, where are they now? What has he seen? You know, some of his favorites and all that good stuff. Interesting. That's a good choice. And then I would also love to hear from Troy Van Leeuwen. Oh, because Queens, I freaking love the Queens of the Stone Age, mm-hmm. and he is of uh, such a unique player and brings very, very interesting things to the table that are not necessarily, hey, here's a bunch of chords I wrote. You know, he's he's kind of the color man up there. And I think that's a that would be a, an interesting thing to hear about and his gear choices, how he came to those things and all that. And, you know, and, um, and he's a heck of a showman. So yeah, I think those would be three that I would... Those are three excellent choices. Like to see. So Guitar Center, make that happen, okay? Yeah. Nice. I mean, heck, we could try to make that happen. Here. I mean, we do all the time. We just haven't had them on yet. Yet. That's yet. 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 <laughs> uh, so anyways, thanks, Roundabout Way. Thanks, Bruce Bacon, for including me in your little part of uh, fun there. And uh, let's see. what We got more stuff here. Um let me cross this off the list. We've got a pedal giveaway that I wanted to announce. Oh, we've got the Daredevil hype now. On the last uh, one of the last episodes we had, I think two, two or three episodes ago, uh, we had Johnny from Daredevil. Yep, and uh, we I acquired a hype pedal because I just I wanted to get that in the hands of our one of our patrons. Mm, now, when nice. we do giveaways, as I always mention. We give them away to the patrons. A long time ago, I was doing it like, we're going to do a giveaway on Instagram. And, you know, people that I didn't even know if listened to the show. <laughs> so some, I, I stopped that pretty quick mm-hmm. uh, once we actually started the, the Patreon thing. So um, that pedal is going to land in somebody's lap. And I'm very excited about this. So we're going to do a post on Instagram. You can learn more about that. Yep. And um, that pedal is... It's just it's a it's a set boost. It's mm-hmm. a colored set boost, and you can actually do, trim how much boost you want on the inside. But you, that's a set it and forget it kind of thing. Um, really cool. Plugged it into my rig uh, at the front, at the end, in the middle, the whole nine yards, and gave a bunch of different sounds, and it was really cool. Nice. So, speaking of pedals, mm-hmm. um, been I've been in long conversations with. Hello, Sailor. Hello, Sailor. Hello, Sailor. And he sent me, uh, I asked him to build these two. I, and, you know, we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but I ended up with, uh, you know, fuzz pedal and, um, well, two of them. And they're just different enough. And I'm A, being, and I'm like, wow, which one do I like the most? Uh, and he did them with, I, you know the whole story about my uh, the the silk or the the uh, 
the Chinese brocade that uh, he, he brought back. Oh, from the yeah, war, yeah, yeah. And they're covered in that. And so he. And that's what you had your sushi on. Yes, exactly, exactly. And uh, they are the Abbey Road fuzzes that he does, uh, which is a unique sound. Uh, it's a unique fuzz. And huh. it's got three settings on it, two knobs. Um, and he's using these great enclosures. Really like these enclosures a lot. Mm. Um, so it's been kind of fun a being those. And I wanted to just sort of publicly give Joe a huge thank you for doing that. Um, he was incredibly gracious with his time and materials, and we've had um, uh, a really awesome time building these things up and, uh, you know, I consider him a a dear friend from across the water. I hope I get to meet him in person someday. We're gonna we'll have a big giant hug it out. Nice. So what is this red uh, pedal well, that I see I'm over here? Getting to that, Tony. Uh, you in know. the midst of all this, yes. Not to be outdone. Not not to outdo him own self, his own self. <laughs> not to. He didn't want to just leave it there. Okay. He said, "You know what." I'm going to send you something else, Todd. And I was like, what? You're kidding me, man. And it's hilarious because he always sends these, like, jankified. The boxes are all like, what, what is this? How did you cobble this box? But anyways, what came in this box, you ask, Tony? Yes. What what came in this box? box? A beautiful red. It's like a candy apple red. That's definitely candy it is apple. A, it is a mini... Um, it's like a mini clon enclosure. Yeah, it's got like the... Even on the inside. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's really neat. And it says on the back, it says, Would you rather... With a uh, an anchor. And it said, so you're walking down. And then it says dot, 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 to which I had to turn it over. And he's got one of his... Uh, uh, stickers on here. This is Clapton is God, and it has the old lady with the dog walking down the street. <laughs> Very clever. <laughs> this is his range master. Nice. And it is heavy duty hardware. Look at this toggle. That toggle. I mean, it's like kills off a, me. It's like a off of a naval destroyer. It probably is. Literally. <laughs> he wants to give this away. Oh, no kidding. Yes, kidding. No, not, I mean, no, no, not kidding. No, yes, no kidding. Yes, That's no what ki- I mean. Not kidding. We're going to give this pedal away. Nice. Uh, so we will be choosing one of our patrons mm-hmm. to give this away to. Nice. Um, and I'm very excited about this. We will post this up on Instagram as well. Uh, so be looking out for that, patrons. All kinds of good stuff is falling in our lap wow. right here. And the best part is, is like we're forwarding it on. Yeah, well, that's what that's what we should do. Yeah. Uh, so very, very cool, Joe Halliday. You're a saint, and uh, the patron saint, patron of saint of guitar pedals, guitar pedals. Yes, that's Saint what you Joseph. Are. Saint Joseph. Yes. Oh, yeah. His name's Joe. <laughs> Duh. Why didn't I get that? Uh, let's see. I think we've got one more thing, and then we can get on our way. Future guest Tony. Tell you me. You were about to ask me, Todd. Who do we have coming up? Well, let me tell you. This is fun because we've got we've got the calendar loaded till the end of Holy November cow. at least. Look at that. Coming up on the show, everybody. Oh my goodness. We've got Ralph 
Gottschalk. Ah, what? Yes. He's got this brand new pedal out. It's called the Fuzzlands. I guess it's a fuzz pedal. It's a fuzz pedal. Ah. It's like three fuzz pedals. It is uh, composed of JFET, germanium, and silicon transistors arranged in a three-toggle formation. So it's like, it's cool. You get to make toggles. Mix and match. Mix and match. Yes, it's really, really cool. Loads of different tones on that thing. Yeah. Uh, And and they all sound great in their own way. Um, So we're going to talk to him. We also have, coming up, Hank Donovan, who was one of our very first guests, Rattlesnake Cables. Oh, Rattlesnake Cables. Yeah. So Actually, they, I think that's before I came on board. It might be. Um, and here's the crazy thing. I'm still using the same two cables that I got way back then. Wow. Gigging with them regularly. They are outstanding That was cables. like 30 years ago, right? It may be. So uh, he hit me up and he says, hey, you know, I got things going on. Can I? Absolutely, man. Let's get you on the show. So we're going to be talking to him. Nice. We are also going to be talking with Chris Gill. Chris Gill was the was was a writer for Guitar World and Guitar Player and like all the guitar magazines, mm-hmm. I, I believe. Um Chris, if I misrepresented you, I apologize. But he's he's been a writer for the guitar industry for well over 30 years. Nice. He just did a tour of guitar stores in Japan. And when I found that out, I was like, Chris, we got to get you on the show, man. Mm. Have us tell you about, tell us about this. So he's coming on the show. And he did the uh, Japan pedals, one Japanese pedals 101 a while back. Then we've got a gentleman named Rolf, Rolf Ruiz from Spicy Pedals, a Spicy Pedals, spicy. and I believe he's in Texas. Okay, uh, he's making some really cool stuff, so he's going to be on the show. Everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, everything except uh, well, the pedals are about the same size. But then we've got <laughs> Jamie Muir from Super Cool Pedals, uh, yeah. who's got the Thneed pedal out, and he's he's got other really cool pedals yeah. too. But that one is blowing up right now. Yeah, so he's going to be on. That's a lot of guests, man. Holy cow. That's a lot of people uh, hanging out. And then we got we got crazy tube circuits from Greece coming on. Nice. And we also have Victor Meneses from Spur Audio. Oh. In Mexico. Oh, wow. Doing some cool stuff down there. So I found this guy and I'm like, hey, man, we need to get you on the show. He's like, absolutely, let's do it. We've got so many great guests coming up, and we're really excited about that. Nice. And we would love to hear if you have other guests that you were like, why don't you guys get these on the show? We do try to check out everybody that people send us. Some people don't want to do it. Some people can't do it. Some mm. people, it's just time zone stuff. Some people don't have enough. There's all kinds of reasons. I right. Mean, it's, right. Anyways, some people have, don't, just don't want to talk to us. Well, they want to talk to me, but not Mostly, you. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's probably true. Anyways. Lots of great things going on on the podcast. Most of all, we are thrilled that you continue to listen to our show. And uh, and if this is your first time, we're thrilled that you're going to that you will continue to listen to our show. Or I'm going to send Jared after you. You will listen to. You every will podcast. like it. Anyways, you know what time it is. It's time for. Would you rather? That was awful. That's right. We've got that going on. Uh, let me see here. We had a lovely Would You Rather sent in from Gregory Randall. 
I'll go ahead and do this one. I never do them. Do it. Do you want, do you want to do it? No, I insist. You want me to do it? I want you to do it. I've been talking the whole... You do it. I talk I too don't much. Want, I talked Here, all, you do it. I did the whole middle Here, section. Do it. Oh I'm blowing God. it up so you can see it. Okay, go ahead. Tony, okay. it's your time. It's, is it, it's is your it, time, is it my moment? Tony. Surprise, surprise. I'm ready surprise, for my... Surprise, surprise. I'm ready for my close-up, go. Mr. DeMille. Go. Okay. So your flight was delayed. Uh-huh. And you and your bandmates are rushing to the hall where you will play tonight. As you frantically unload your gear and get set up, you realize your guitar's not there. The stage manager, seeing you in distress, says, Relax. It's the ghost of Frank Zappa, man. Yes. Relax, man. The last band You left... should have worn the other dress. Hey. <laughs> the last band left behind two guitars, and you can use either one, man. Okay. The first guitar is a mid-70s Gibson Les Paul that has had, uh, let's say, a minor major headstock break, repaired with our favorite duct, duct tape. tape. You can fix anything with duct tape. The tape covers up the first four frets of the fretboard, and it is unknown if that part of the fretboard can be used. The second guitar is a mid-70s Fender Telemacaster that has lost the screws to bolt the neck to the body. And once again, our friend, duct tape, mm -hmm. has been used and is brought to the rescue. Yeah. The last six frets are covered with duct tape, and it is unknown if that part of the fretboard can be used. Both guitars are, how shall we say, a bit wiggly. 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 One minute to showtime. Sure, I would say, me likey. <laughs> One minute to showtime. The stage manager hands you a roll of duct tape. Would you rather play the Telecaster or the Les Paul? So, uh, Tony, what would you be doing? Well, I am a bit concerned about no bolts in a Telecaster. Um. But then again, I don't usually go up that high on the neck, you know. Five and under, that's that's my that's my territory. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the mid-70s Les Paul that has a headstock break would be much better. And especially if the first four frets are covered up in duct tape. Um, I'm just going to have to it risk it. sounds very dicey. Either one of them. You know, they could just bust apart at any moment because... Although duct tape is good at some things, it's not good at everything. No. Um, but I think I'm going to take my chances with the Telemacaster because at least the frets that I normally would use are open. And, um, you know, I think if you treat it gingerly, and that's, well, in the mid-'70s, the neck pockets were not that tight. You know, usually you can get away with a lot of sins with a the tight neck pocket. Uh-huh. But yeah, in that era, they they kind of wore out their templates a little bit, let's I just see. say. Okay. So, it's going to be tricky. So Gregory uh, really did a good one on this one. Well, it's it's a tough. It's 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 a no-win situation. Yeah. And this is worse and worser. Yes. So, but I think just from my comfort level, eh, let's go with let's go with the Telecaster. Okay. 
Who knows? Somebody out there might have a couple of uh, of drywall screws that I can pop in there real quick. <laughs> Possibly. Or at least, you know, a couple of popsicle sticks. Uh, <laughs> well, I got to do the same thing because I have no business in the in the widely part of the, <laughs> of the world. I mean, you know, in, in our songs when we play live, I do spend some time down there. Um, but But by and large... You're 12 and I under. I do custom work. Um, <laughs> By and large, I do custom work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'd have to do the, the Telecaster too. Both of those are really terrible situations, though. Yeah, that's just no win. And I don't gingerly anything on the guitar. <laughs> uh, Chase is always getting after me because he says I meat fist everything. Mm. Which, I don't know, I, I guess I gorilla grip it, whatever. Wow. I try not to, but what are you going to do? Old habits die hard. Yeah. Anyways, so thank you, Gregory Randall. And uh, I'd be thinking, curious, what would you all do? Go ahead and send that to us. Yeah. We'll uh, read them out on the air. And when you do that, send us a would you rather that you'd like us to read. Yes. And, and think, answer. Think you can do better than Gregory Randall? Nah, maybe, maybe not. Prove it. Show me your leadership capabilities. <laughs> That's my Bill Haters. He's the best. Take a look uh, anyways, at my, meet my little no, friends. No, no, no. no, no welcome. No, you blew that. Welcome, I was well on welcome my way to, to the sports fans. To the, to the stars with this. <laughs> anyways. Say hello what, to my little stop. friends. What time is it? It's time to thank some people. At this point of the show, Todd, there's a special group of people we love to thank. These are our executive producers. Now, an executive producer makes this show possible. Did you know that? I do know that. Okay. I know that every single time that we're trying to do this. That's right. How do you become one? How do you become one? Tell them. Go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate. Become a sponsor, a patron, a benefactor. A hero of the podcast. True, true, true. All four trues. Uh, each level comes with some very nice thank you gifts, and <laughs> you get an eligibility to win some pretty darn cool stuff. Yes. Like these two pedals that I'm staring at. That's right. I'm thinking of going on to Patreon so I can qualify for it. I think you should. Okay, I'm going to do that. <laughs> but as an executive producer, there's one thing more. Todd, what is it? You get to have your name right on the thing. Where did Jared come from? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to read these names. So special thanks to these executive producers. Vader and Pedals, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D., Richard Kendall, James White, Motander Guitars, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterley, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hemmer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, James Bell, James Romer, Cameron Pampas, David Tyndall, Trevor Ellenberg, and Christopher Logan. I like it. You know, Todd. Yes, quite well. We have another group of executive producers. We like to call them our Grand Poobas. Yes. These uh, fine folks are, how shall we say, 
the top of the heap, the cream of the crop, a number ones, king of the hill. There you see, I, I, I try to throw you a bone every I once in a while, that. but you know. Anyhow, so special, very, very special thanks to these grand poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups, Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, James Pennington, Steve Keys, Cozy Foster, Science of Sound, Brian Robison, where did it go? Where did it go? There it went. Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. Esa. David Poe, Billy Spitfire Unlimited, Congregation Gear Demos, Paul Van Eppinger, Scott Sullivan, Great Lakes Guitar Pickups, Mac, Matt Hart, Enrico Fernando, and Moon Guitar. That is correct. Mundo, thank you all so very much. You truly are the wind beneath our strings. Ha <laughs> ah, ha! Ah, ah, that's a new one. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I just came up with that right then. I didn't even think of that before. All right. Tony, where can people find you? Head over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the things that I do on there. I, I just, you know, what I what do I do? I make custom pick guards. You pick the material. You let me know what you need, what you want, what you're trying Give to do. Give your guitar a personality. Let me be the wind beneath no, your strings. No, we already used that. You can't let use that Let me for your be thing. the pick guard beneath your strings. Uh, <laughs> excellent. You can shoot me an email, Todd at theguitarnobs.com. You can also DM me at guitarnobs on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Tony would love to hear from you. We would all yes. love to hear from you. Send us your DMs. Tell us what's going on in just, you know, whatever you got to share. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, also, please go check out the Villantinos. Our new EP is out called... Come and get it. Oh. Yes. That's a that's a bad finger reference. Well, whatever. Maybe not. Yeah, not for me it didn't. Nah, too uh, bad. Anyways, so please, I, w- I would love for you to listen to that. Even if you hate it, just listen to it. Help me out. <laughs> I don't think you're going to hate it. I don't it. think you're going to hate it either. It's great driving music. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also, and if you have, you, if you own an HX Stomp, don't 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 step all over your knobs. Protect your knobs. Protect your knobs. Get yourself a stomper. Yep. Go to flinteffects.com and go get one of those things. For whatever reason, the black sparkle ones just there we can't keep we can't keep in stock. I don't Are understand. you buying them all, Todd? No, no, I'm not. Because to me, it's like I want to see the thing. You know, I want to be like, there's my yeah, I have uh usually hot pink on or orange on my actual HX stump on my pedal board, mm-hmm. and but for whatever reason, the black sparkle ones we just That's pretty keep cool. going through them. Huh. So, anyways, go get yourself one of those, and maybe you'll get a color one instead. Who knows? Anyways, thank you all. We hope you have a fantastic guitar week, and we'll be back next week with a guest of fantastic proportions. <laughs> Subscribe. All right, thanks. Okay, I I didn't know I was supposed to read that part.
I'm I'm actually really hot. I gotta take this on my head's not right. Switchers, is the switchers too hot? He's too hot. He's too hot to handle. Uh, Look out, ladies, ladies, cover your eyes. Todd's just taking his shirt off. I thought it was gonna be cold in here. (laughs) You always leave all the bad words. What ice sounds like? I don't know what that sounds like. Here's what a can crush sounds like. We're not going to have much on the back end, are we? Well, I mean, I'm not. You got plenty. But I got plenty. <laughs> I got plenty of back. They are very, very affordable. That's my daughter calling me. <laughs> Hello, Jane. You're on the air. Hey, Dad. Um, so we are trying to... Sorry, am I interrupting? Uh, well, it's too late now. You're on the air. What, what do you need? <laughs> um, okay, so the thing is... Uh, we're trying to get an app on the TV. It's free. Anna's using her sign-in. Um, and we need the Apple ID password. I'm sorry, you're breaking up, but I'm in a tunnel. Can you put me in the blooper reel? Can I, can, what do you mean, can I put you in the blooper reel? Wait, am I not on air? Yeah, of course you are. I am? We're talking to Scott Ian from Anthrax. What? Can you hear me? I feel like you're joking. Edited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I sound like a moron. Can we can we start it from the beginning again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram, at Guitar Knobs. Catch you next time.